You're tuned into TRG. I'm your host, Frank. And I'm your host, Chris. Together, we discuss spicy topics ranging from current events to things that have happened in the past. As American patriots, we're sick of the falsehoods being peddled by the media without giving the other side a chance to defend themselves or interject. On this platform, we present the facts to the best of our knowledge, give our opinions about them, and have a fun time doing it. We are two regular guys from two completely different walks of life, and our goal is simple, the truth. Today's show is brought to you in part by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast, and also by Ring, because surveillance keeps people honest. In today's episode, we are dissecting the second presidential debate. Good evening from Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Kristen Welker of NBC News, and I welcome you to the final 2020 presidential debate between President Donald J. Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. She cringes a little Let's when she start. says Donald J. Trump. We will begin with the fight against Everybody cringes a little bit. President Trump, the first question <laughs> is for you. The country is heading into a dangerous new phase. He's your president. More than 40,000 Americans are in the hospital tonight with COVID, including record here numbers here in Tennessee. Danger! last shared a stage, 16,000 Americans have died. If she coughed right now, so the audience would run. Yep. How would you lead the country during this next stage of the coronavirus crisis? Two minutes uninterrupted. So, as you know, 2.2 million people modeled out were expected to die. Mm-hmm. We closed up the greatest economy in the world. What are we at? Two hundred twenty-five thousand. This horrible disease that came from China. Duffs. It's yeah. a worldwide yeah. pandemic. It's all over the world. You see the spikes in Europe and many other places right now. Eight point seven million you cases. The hmm. mortality rate is down eighty-five percent. Uh, the excess mortality rate is way down and much lower than almost any other country. And we're fighting it, and we're fighting it hard. There is a spike. There was a spike in Florida, and it's now gone. There was a very big spike in Texas. It's now gone. There was a very big spike in Arizona. It's now gone. And there are some spikes and surges in other places. They will soon be gone. We have a vaccine that's coming. It's ready. It's going to be announced within weeks, and it's going to be delivered. We have uh, Operation Warp Speed, which is the military is going to distribute the vaccine. I can tell you from personal experience that uh, I was in the hospital, I had it, and I got better, and I will tell you that uh, I had something that they gave me, a therapeutic, I guess they would call it. Some people could say it was a cure, but uh, I was in for a short period of time, and I got better very fast, or I wouldn't be here tonight, and now they say I'm immune. Whether it's four months or a lifetime, nobody's been able to say that, but I'm immune. Uh, More and more people are uh, getting better. We have... uh, a problem that's a worldwide problem. This is a worldwide problem. But I've been congratulated by the heads of many countries on what we've been able to do. Uh, with the, if you, if you take a look at what we've done in terms of goggles and masks and gowns and everything else, and in particular ventilators, we're now making ventilators all over the world, thousands and thousands a month, distributing them all over the world. It will go away, and as I say, we're rounding the turn, we're rounding the corner. It's going away. Okay, former Vice President Biden, to you, how would you lead the country out of this crisis? You have two minutes uninterrupted. 220,000 Americans dead. You hear nothing (laughs) else I say tonight. That's all Trump's fault. Anyone who's responsible for not taking control, in fact, not saying I take no responsibility initially, 
Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as President of the United States of America. We're in a situation where there are a thousand deaths a day now, a thousand deaths a day, and there are over 70,000 new cases per day. Compared to what's going on in Europe, as the New England Medical Journal said, they're starting from a very low rate. We're starting from a very high rate. The expectation is we'll have another 200,000 Americans dead between now and the end of the year. If we just wore these masks, the President's own advisors have told him, we could save 100,000 lives. And we're in a circumstance where the President thus far and still has no plan, no comprehensive plan. What I would do is make sure we have everyone encouraged to wear a mask all the time. I would make sure we move in the direction of rapid testing, investing in rapid testing. I would make Sounds sure like more mandates that we and set lockdowns. up national standards as to how to open up schools and open up businesses the maximum so they can be safe and give them the wherewithal, the That's financial resources to be able to contractions. do that. Well, We're in a situation cases, now where mm -hmm. the New England Medical Journal, one of the serious, most serious journals in the in the whole world, said for the first time <laughs> call ever them serious? that this, the way this president has responded to this Science. crisis has been absolutely tragic. I remember those and scientists so folks, saying not to wear masks. I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. What's your plan? You didn't say a plan. Trump's done all that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everything that they're saying right there, Trump has already done. They have the testing. The reason why we're showing more cases is because we test more. Yeah. When you test more, you have more cases. Exactly. And then the funny thing about these death numbers in the beginning, a lot of these hospitals were incentivized to record them as COVID-19 deaths. And they're still doing it. And they're still doing it. So just because you got COVID-19, if you had a brain aneurysm, they're blaming that as a COVID death. If you somehow managed to walk in there with your head in your fucking arm <laughs> and bled out on the ER floor and died and happened to have COVID, you died from COVID. Exactly. Somehow China decapitated that man. George Floyd died from COVID. <laughs> That's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> it's the truth, though. I think they, I think they put him as a COVID death. It probably is. <laughs> he happened. Oh, shit. I think they did say he had COVID. Yeah, they? they said he had COVID. Wasn't it NPR? Yeah, yeah. Actually, let's pull it up real quick. All right, here it is. A full autopsy report on George Floyd, the man who died after being restrained by Minneapolis police last month, reveals that he was positive for SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. The 20-page report also indicates that Floyd had fentanyl and methamphetamine in his system at the time of death, although the drugs are not listed as the cause. But Floyd's death has been ruled as a homicide. Yeah. I remember the video where he's saying, I can't breathe while he was being escorted across the street, though. While he was standing up. They hid that video. It's sad what they did. Over here in the autopsy report, it says that the listed cause of death was asphyxiation from sustained pressure. We're getting uh, really far away from this debate. I just want to say this real quick snippet. This medical examiner's report does not mention asphyxiation, however, according to prosecutors in charging documents filed last week. Early results revealed no physical findings that support a diagnostic of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. That's correct. So heading back to the debates, 
everything that Biden was saying is stuff that Trump has already done. And like Pence said, it's plagiarism. plagiarism. Yeah. So let's go back to hearing what this nerd is saying. Biden's specialty. Yes, sir. Let's go back to hearing what they what these guys are saying. President Trump, I'd Come like on, to man. follow up with you and your comments. You talked about taking a therapeutic. I assume you're referencing Regeneron. You also said a vaccine will be coming within weeks. Yes. Is that a guarantee? Is, no, it's not is, a guarantee, but it will be by the end of the year. But I think I like how he says it's not a guarantee. I, I mean, weeks could weeks, be 52 weeks. Exactly. He's not lying. Very quickly. Can you tell us which companies? Uh, Johnson and Johnson is doing very well. Moderna is doing very well. Pfizer is doing very well, and we have numerous others. And then we also have others that we're working on very closely with other countries, in particular Europe. Let me follow up with you, and because this is new information, you have said a vaccine is coming soon, within weeks now. Your own officials say it could take well into 2021 at the earliest for enough Americans to get vaccinated. And even then, they say the country will be wearing masks and distancing into 2022. Is your timeline realistic? No, I think my timeline is going to be more accurate. I don't know that they're counting on the military the way I do, but we have our generals lined up, one in particular that's the head of logistics. And this is a very easy distribution for him. He's ready to go as soon as we have the vaccine. And we expect to have 100 million vials. As soon as we have the vaccine, he's ready to go. I wonder what kind of medications are using over in Europe. Yeah, because their numbers are so low relative to ours. Right, we have our FDA blocking everything. Another thing that we have here also is uh, we have a lot of underlying conditions with our population. Yes, we do. Yes, sir. We have a lot of fat people. We have a lot of people that have... Are you directing that towards me? No, sir. No, <laughs> sir. We have a lot of COPD, a lot of freaking craziness. No, yeah, I know you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you use a CPAP machine? I do. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to what these guys are saying. I've had pulmonary embolisms. I'm, I'm fucked, basically, if I get Don't COVID. Don't get COVID. Vice President Biden, your reaction, and just 40% of Americans say they would definitely agree to take a coronavirus vaccine if it was approved by the government. What steps would you take to give Americans confidence in a vaccine if it were approved? Make sure Stop listening to Democrats. Transparent. Have the scientists of the world see it, know it, look at it, go through all the processes. And by the way, He's, Isn't that what Trump just said? You, this is going to end by Easter. It is. Time. This is the same fellow who told you that, don't worry, we're going to end this by the summer. We're about to go into a dark winter. <laughs> a dark winter. What is this, he Game of Thrones? No clear plan, winter is no coming. Winter is coming. Available for the majority of the American people before the middle of next year. President Trump, your reaction, he says you I have no plan. I don't think we're going to have a dark winter and, at all. We're opening I hope it's a country. white winter. We've learned and studied yeah. and understand the I'll disease, like snow for Christmas. which we didn't at the beginning. When I closed and banned China from coming in heavily infected Racist. and then ultimately Europe, but China was in January. Months later, he was saying I was xenophobic. I did it too soon. Now he's saying, oh, I should have, uh, I should have you know, moved quicker. But he didn't move quicker. He was months behind me. Many months behind All me. correct. And All frankly, facts. he ran the H1N1 swine flu, and it was a total Joe disaster. Joe calls it N1H1. He's an idiot. But it was a total disaster. It was. Had that had this kind of Over 60 numbers, million. 700,000 people would He's be underestimating dead right now. the dust. Mm -hmm. But it was a far less lethal It was over 60 disease. million people contracted yeah. it. 2.5 to 3 million deaths. Over six months before Barack even who, called it a national you know, emergency. Uh, chief of Staff said it was catastrophic 
It was horrible. We didn't know what we were doing. All 100 percent true. I saw the video. Tells us how mm -hmm. to do this. Also, everything that he said about the way every single move that he said we should make, that's what we've done. We've done all of it. But he was way behind us. Vice President Biden, your response. My response is he is xenophobic, but not because he shut down access from China. And he did it late after 40 countries had already done that. That's not true. That's not true. He, did, he made sure that we had 44 He was the first, and that's why they called him a xenophobe. Exactly. To Wuhan to determine what exactly the source was. The what man just the lies. Say in January? He and said, the moderator no, lets him go away with it. He's being transparent. Get away with it. The president of China is being transparent. We owe him a debt of gratitude. We, ought to, we have to thank him. And, and then what happened was we started talking about using the Defense Act to make sure we go out and get whatever is needed out there to protect people. And again, I go back to this. He had nothing. He did virtually nothing. And then he gets out of the hospital and he talks about, we're, this is, oh, don't worry. It's all going to be over soon. Come on. There's not another serious scientist in the world who thinks it's going to be over soon. President Trump, your reaction? I say over soon. I say we're learning to live with it. We have no choice. We can't lock ourselves up in a basement like Joe does. He has the, <laughs> he has the ability to lock himself up. I don't know. He's obviously made a lot of money someplace. But he has this thing about living in a basement. People can't do that. By the way, I, as the president, couldn't do that. I'd love to put myself in the basement or in a beautiful room in the White House and go away for a year and a half until it disappears. I can't do that. And, Kirsten, every, t every meeting I had, every meeting I had, and I'd meet a lot of families, including Gold Star families and military families, every meeting I had, and I had to meet them. I had to. It would be horrible to he have canceled to. everything. I said, you know, this is dangerous. And you catch it. And, you know, I caught it. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Great doctors, great hospitals. And now I recovered. 999 of young people recover. Fact. 99% of people recover. Fact. We have to recover. We can't close up our nation. We have to open our school. There should be some democratic fear-mongering about to happen. We're not going to have a nation. <laughs> and of course, the CDC has said young people can get sick with COVID-19 and can pass it. Vice President Biden, I want to talk broadly about strategy, though. You have I respond to that? 30 seconds, please, for and then seconds. I have a question. No, number one, he says that we're, uh, you know, we're learning to live with it. People are learning to die with it. You well, folks that's just an asshole thing to say. At the kitchen table this morning, that man or wife. <laughs> There's your fear mongering. Reaching over to try <laughs> the to kitchen touch table. Their, Listen to this guy. Where their wife Jesus or husband Christ. was is gone. Oscar learning to live winner. With it. Come on, we're dying with it because he has never said. You see, you said it's dangerous. When's the last time? Is it really dangerous still? Are we dangerous? You tell the people it's dangerous now. What should they do about the danger? And you say, I take no responsibility. Let me talk about your two. He never said he takes no responsibility. Responsibility. Thank you. It's not my fault that he came here. It's China's fault. And you know what? It's not Joe's fault that he came here either. It's well, China's fault. They kept it from going into the rest of China for the most part. True. But Absolutely they didn't correct. Keep it from coming they out to the world, including Europe cases. and ourselves. Yep. Vice President Biden. The fact is that that's how many live in like three homes. When it hit, what happened? <laughs> what did the president say? He said, "Don't worry. It's going to go away." Be gone by Easter. Don't worry. The warm weather. You already said Don't this. Worry. Maybe in Didn't their doctor Fauci, who they love so much, say nothing to worry about? Whole still in March. Of things the president has said. Even today, yeah. he thinks we are in control. We're about to lose two hundred thousand more people. So you were saying about Dr. Fauci real quick before we got interrupted by this vice president and his lies. Uh, it was still in March. He was telling people it's safe to even go on cruises, if I'm not mistaken. He had a. Uh, 
Nancy Pelosi come on down to Chinatown. She's dancing in front of a camera. Dancing in the freaking streets, come man. down to Chinatown. Dude, I can't, I can't stand the Wicked Witch of the West, man. I don't even want to talk about that freaking hoot nanny. Yeah. Um, all of them. Uh, Mayor de Blasio is telling people what shows to go see. He was, yeah. The whole week. On Monday, go see this. On Tuesday, go see that. On Wednesday, go see this. This was in March. Yeah. So why weren't they telling their people to stay the hell indoors if it was so dangerous? Trump, back in January, and they all teased him for it, gave him shit, banned mm -hmm. China. Yep. He brought in people from China, Americans. He's not going to leave them there. Of course He not. brought them in here, and he put them in safe places, airports. He was flying them to Alaska. I think they're on ships. And quarantined for 14 days until they were no positive tests. And then they were able to go home. He did nothing wrong. He did everything right. Nobody knew what the hell was going on, what this was, how it was going to play out. So I don't see how they can attack him for it now. I have a question for you. I love questions. When the president is in a briefing about this, is it him by himself in there? Or are there advisors and people of both parties in there? I can't say definitively, but I would think that there is advisors of both parties. Yeah. I would think so. Because then they say that uh, there was, uh, was it Congress? Or it might have been senators. I don't know. After they left the briefings, some of them sold off some stocks, moved some things around, end up making money off of it. Of course. So clearly you have people, and they were Democrats and a couple of Republicans as well. Mm -hmm. So clearly there was enough people inside this briefing knew what the hell was going on. And that's, what, and that's what I'm saying. The briefings is not just Donald Trump getting told what this is. There's a committee of people that were given this information. So don't say that President Trump was the only person on the planet that knew this information. They're making it sound like he knew about it, you know, months before it happened. Exactly. They're making it sound like he knew this information way in advance. And, and what would you have done with all of that extra time if you would have known? I can't say that i'm thrilled that he didn't tell everybody immediately you know he said not to panic and all that and that he played it down sometimes that bothers me when i think about it but i also know that there is so many things that happen what difference would it have made hey you sound like you were clear at this you, point would it have made at this difference no <laughs> what difference would it have made if you would have known in january that this thing is what it is i might have gotten a couple to, of rolls of toilet paper before all the democrats bought that shit that's what i'm just saying <laughs> We care about everybody. Get out of the way. It's my toilet paper. <laughs> and Joe Biden sitting there lying about how well they handled H1N. I'm sorry, N1H1. That's how Joe Biden likes to say it because he's a moron. He's dyslexic. <laughs> we can't work to get in trouble enough for teasing him. His own former Ebola response coordinator, uh, Ron Klan. This is what he had to say on C-SPAN back in 2014. Roll that clip. Uh, I just had a couple things. I mean, I, I was in the White House in 2009, 2010. I was working for Vice President Biden. I wasn't involved directly in the H1N1 response, but I, I lived through it as a White House staffer. And what I will say about it is uh, a bunch of really talented, really great people working on it, and we did every possible thing wrong. And it's, you know, 60 million Americans got H1N1 uh, in that period of time. And it's just purely a fortuity that this isn't one of the great mass casualty events in American history. Had nothing to do with us doing anything right. It just had to do with luck. Uh, and so if anyone thinks that this can't happen again, uh, they don't have to go back to 1918. They just have to go back to 2009, 2010. Imagine a virus with a different lethality 
and you can just um, do the math on that. Sorry about the quality of the clip. We uh, went and dug deep into the archives to try to find that. But what he's saying is exactly true. They handled it completely wrong. And if it were as lethal as the coronavirus, there would have been millions of deaths. Millions of deaths. So let's go back to the debate and hear what these guys are trying to sell us now. President Trump. Look, perhaps just to finish this, I was kidding on that, but just to finish this, when I closed, he said I shouldn't have closed. And that went on for months. What Nancy Pelosi said the same thing. She was dancing on the streets in Chinatown <laughs> in San Francisco. But when I closed, he said, this is a terrible thing, you're xenophobic. I think he called me racist even, and because I was closing it to China. Now he says I should have closed it earlier. It just, Joe, it doesn't work. I didn't say either of those things. You certainly did. You certainly did. I, did. I okay. talked about a xenophobia in a different context. It wasn't about closing the border to Chinese coming to the United States. All right, I want to talk about both of your different strategies to handle. He thought this. I shouldn't have closed the border. Well, let's... That's obvious. Is that... Do you want to respond to that quickly, Vice President no. Biden? Okay. No, he doesn't need to, because I can tell you exactly what he said. Exactly. Roll that clip. Joe, oh, we don't have a clip. We have Joe a tweet. Joe Biden tweeted, we are in the midst of a crisis with the coronavirus. We need to lead the way with science, not Donald Trump's record of hysteria, xenophobia, and fear-mongering. He is the worst possible person to lead our country through this global health emergency. 5.01 p.m., February 1st, 2020. Remember your own tweets there, Joey. He can't remember what he had for breakfast. He still thinks he's running for fucking Senate. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the thing. These guys are not held accountable to what they say. Yeah, if, if Trump would have just lied up there, she would have came at him. Exactly. He lies, nothing. You get nothing from the moderator. She even asked him, do you want to reply to that? He said, no. No. Let's talk about your different because I'd have to lie strategies some more. toward dealing with this. Mr. Vice President, you suggested you would support new shutdowns if scientists recommended it. What do you say to Americans who are fearful that the cost of shutdowns, the impact on the economy, the higher rates of hunger, depression, domestic and substance abuse outweighs the risk That's of That's a relatively hard question. It is. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. <laughs> I remember when he said he could cure cancer. Shut down in large part. Why businesses have gone under, why schools are closed, why so many people have lost their now living. closed because your dams won't open them. Those other concerns are real. That's why he should have been, instead of in a sand trap in his golf course, he should have been negotiating <laughs> with Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats and Republicans. Trump was in Washington. About they the were not. They were passing for billions of dollars to make sure people had the capacity. But you haven't ruled out more shutdowns. Just lie after lie. No, I, I'm not shutting down the name, but there are, look, you need standards. The standard is if you have a reproduction rate in a community that's above a certain level, everybody says, slow up, more social distancing, do not open bars and do Sounds not like open Sounds like shutdowning to me. Do not open until you get this yes, under control. Yes, sir, it does sound like shutdowns. But when you do open, give the people the capacity to be able to open and have the capacity to do it safely. For example, schools. Schools, they need a lot of money to open. They need to deal with ventilation systems. They need to deal with smaller classes, more teachers, more pods. And he's refused and tell to Nancy to get to the negotiating table. To now. Let's talk about schools. President well, Trump, I, I think you... we have to respond, if I might. Please, and then I have a follow-up. Thank you, and I appreciate that. 
Look, all he does is talk about shutdowns, but forget about him. His Democrat governors, Cuomo in New York, you look at what's going on in California, you look at Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Democrats, Democrats all, they're shut down so tight and they're dying. They're Absolute dying. Absolute truth. 100%. And he supports all these people. All he talks about is shutdowns. No, we're not going to shut down and we have to open our schools. And it's like, as an example, I have a young son. He also tested positive. By the time I spoke to the doctor the second time, he was fine. It just went away. Young people, I guess it's their immune system. Let me follow up with you, President Trump. You've demanded schools open in person and insist they can do it safely. But just yesterday, Boston became the latest city to move its public school system entirely online after a coronavirus spike. What is your message to parents who worry that sending their children to school will endanger not only their kids, but also their teachers and okay. families? I want to open the schools. Uh, the transmittal rate to the teachers is uh, very small, but I want to open the schools. We have to open our country. We're not going to have a country. You can't do this. He's we absolutely can't keep right. This country closed. This is a massive country with a massive economy. People are losing their jobs. They're committing suicide. The Dems don't There's care. depression, alcohol, no. drugs at a level that nobody's ever seen before. There's abuse. Because they're fine financially. They abuse. could weather this storm. We have to open our country. You know, I've said it often. It's the funny they leave the. It uh, cannot be worse than the problem itself. The alcohol that's what's stores happening. open, and he wants to <laughs> close, close everything down. else down. Close down the country if one person in our in our well, they closed them down too, but they allowed them to sell it outside. We the should close or it down. Vice President Biden, your simply response. not true. We ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. What the hell does that have we to do? We ought to be able to safely open. He, he likes the way it sounds. He can't walk and chew gum at the same time. You need to be able to, for example, if you're going to open a business, have social distancing within the business. You need to have, if you have a restaurant, He's going to you tell need to have Donald Trump how to do business. So people cannot infect one another. You need to be in a position where you can take testing rapidly and know whether a person is in fact infected. You need to be able to trace. You need to be able to provide the, all the resources that are needed to do this. And that is what not resources, consistent Joe? with saying Elaborate. what we're going to make sure that we open safely. And by the way, does he ever give any definitive there, Not that many of plan? you are going to die, so don't worry about it. So don't worry about it. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so... The whole issue that they got going on right now is that he's just spouting off general generalizations. That's all he knows. Yeah. There's no plan. What testing? Do you have a special test that, that everybody else doesn't have that you're going to reveal when you become president? Yeah, because, I mean, if you cared about Americans, you'd think you'd uh, get that shit out now. Yeah. We cared about lives, period. It's not just American lives that are dying. No, he's using this as a political scheme in order to get him into office. I am going to be the savior. I am going to be the guy that gets rid of coronavirus on November 4th. Yeah, how, how come you can't do it now, Joe? If you got the, if you got the know-how, let's do it. Let's and save some wherewithal. lives now. You just said 200,000 more people are going to die before the end of the year, which doesn't make any sense. We lost 225,000 in the last eight months. Why are we going to lose 200,000 more in two months? Because we need to believe that so we can be scared. Because we need Joey. Joey's Joe. our savior. Listen, the second that we elect Joe Biden, all of the corona is going to disappear and nobody else is going to die. Cancer will be cured. His words, not mine. He did say it. President Trump, let me follow up with you quickly. By the way, I will say this. If you go and look at what's happened to New York, it's a ghost town. It's a ghost town. And when you talk about plexiglass, these are restaurants that are dying. These are businesses with no money. 
Putting a plexiglass is unbelievably expensive, and it's not the answer. I mean, you're going to sit there in a cubicle wrapped around with plastic. It's These are businesses that are dying, Joe. You can't do that to people. You Which just you can't. Can. Take a look at New York and what's happened to Sad. my wonderful city for for so many years. I loved it. He it cleaned that vibrant. place up. It's dying. Everyone's yep. leaving New York. Take a look Vice at President what New Biden. York has done in terms of the turning the curve down in terms of the number of people dying. And I don't look at this in terms of the way he does. Blue states and red states. The majority of the United people states. moved out of New York. And look at the states I wonder that are why. having such a spike. Yeah. I wonder why cases are going up places. They're the red states. They're the states in the Midwest. They're the states in the upper Midwest. That's where the spike is occurring significantly. But they're all Americans. They're all Americans. And what we have to do is say, wear these masks, number one. Make sure we get the help that the businesses need that has money already been passed The spikes in cases, not deaths. It's been out there since the beginning of the summer. Where they're doing more testing in order to work, you have to have testing. More than 40 thousand people at a lot of places 11,000 people in nursing homes. president trump what when about you say spike take a look at what's happening in pennsylvania where they've had it closed take a look at what's happening with your friend in michigan where her husband's the only one allowed to do anything <laughs> it's been like a prison now it was just ruled unconstitutional take a look at north carolina they're having spikes and they've been this closed and fact. they're getting killed financially. We can't let that happen, Joe. Including Whitmer's husband trying happen. to go fishing. We have to open up <laughs> and we understand the disease. We have to protect our seniors. We have to protect our elderly. We have to protect especially our seniors with heart problems and diabetes problems. And we will protect them. We're the best conditions. testing in the world by far. That's why we have so many cases. Let me follow up with you jobs. before we move on to our next section. President Trump, this week you called Dr. Anthony Fauci the nation's best known infectious disease expert, quote, a disaster. You described him and other medical experts as, quote, idiots. If you're not listening to them, who are you listening to? Let, let me, fight this? I'm listening to all of them, including Anthony. I get along very well with Anthony. But he did say, don't wear masks. He did. He did say, as you know, this is not going to be a problem. Uh, True. I think he's a Democrat, but that's okay. He Who said, cares? This is not going to be a problem. That's irrelevant. We are not going to have a problem at all. When Joe says that I said, Anthony Fauci said, and others, and many others, and I'm not knocking him a lot. Nobody knew. Look, nobody knew what this thing was. Nobody knew where it was coming from, what it was. We've learned a lot. But Anthony said, don't wear masks. Now he wants to wear masks. Anthony also said, if you look Yet back, the man never has a mask on anytime he's on TV. This is no problem. This is going to go away soon. Biden has so a mask on when he's by he himself. To be a good he's person. doubled him up. Vice President right. Biden, your response quickly, and then we're going to move masks. on to the next section. My response is that think about what the president knew in January and didn't tell oh the American people. Oh, my goodness, people. man. He was told this was a Fear serious virus that spread in the air, and it was much worse than, much worse than the flu. He went on record and said... Was to he told that? One of your colleagues... No. That's not what the WHO said. That is not what CDC said. how dangerous it was. He also said no transaction, human-human transaction. Yep, no human-human human human transmission. Americans don't panic. He panicked. But guess what? Americans in don't panic. I thought all the toilet paper was going. Did he just say that Trump's not an American right there? Americans don't panic. He panicked. His administration, but from some of the... He must be Bulgarian. ...sell short because we got to get moving. It's a dangerous problem. Well, this is I'm going to give you 30 seconds to respond, and then we're uh, the going to move on. One, I don't know. Somebody went to Wall Street. You're the one that takes all the money from Wall Street. True. I don't take it. I have. You, you have raised a lot of money, tremendous amounts of money. And every time you raise money, deals are made, Joe. 
I could raise so much more money as president I and as somebody that knows most of those people. Yeah. I could call the heads of Wall Street, the heads of every company in America. It's I worked would with blow them. away every record, yeah. but I don't want to do that because it puts me in a bad position. And then you bring up Trump Wall Street. Trump does not like lobbyists. Be up Wall yeah. Street because you're the one. He doesn't that want anybody to say Wall you have Street, to do this because exactly. I, you owe me. I could blow yes. away your records that, like you wouldn't believe. We don't need money. We have plenty of money. In fact. We beat Hillary Clinton with a tiny fraction of the money that she was able to All right, to gentlemen, we're going to move on. About Average contribution, $43. Bullshit. Yeah, but if you have a million people contributing $43, that's $43 million. Yeah, he's not telling you the part where, like, let's, for example, Bloomberg, mm -hmm. $120 million into paying for ads down in Florida. It's to help his campaign. Just because it's not directly going through his campaign does not mean that money is not helping his campaign. Millions and millions of dollars are being spent. Millions of dollars are coming in from rich white people all over this country, not to mention celebrities. Mm -hmm. They're dumping money into these places to help his campaign so he can stand up there and say, $43, you know, fuck you, Joe. <laughs> you know, and I got another thing to add about this coronavirus cases. It's actually been ticking me off. On March 3rd, we were doing very, very low when it came to cases, all right? Uh, 200,000 maybe around April 4th, we're doing 100 or 1.2 million tests now, it looks like, uh, daily. One U.S. daily reported test, 1.2 million as of October 21st. That is a hell of a lot of tests throughout the country. That's why you're getting more cases. That seems like a really high number. Yeah, that actually um, directly explains why our cases are so high. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's a, a constant spike from March 3rd to October 21st. It's a, literally a straight line going up. Yeah, that's crazy. That's the reason why we have more cases. Why don't anybody talk about that? Yeah. The reason why we're having more cases is because we're doing more testing. That's what happens. More testing means more positive cases. That is absolutely correct. Let's uh, get into the next clip and see what they're trying to say. All right, we're going to move on to our next section, which is national security. And I do want to start with the security of our elections and some breaking news from overnight. Just last night, top intelligence officials confirmed again that both Russia and Iran are working to influence this election. Both countries Putin. have obtained U.S. voter <laughs> registration information, these officials say, and Iran sent intimidating messages to Florida voters. This question goes to you, Mr. Vice President. What would you do to put an end to this threat? You have two minutes uninterrupted. I made it clear, and I ask everyone else to take the pledge, I made it clear that any country, no matter who it is, that interferes in American elections will pay a price. They will Well, they pay didn't listen price. then. It's been overwhelmingly clear. That sounds this like election, a declaration of war. This election, I seem to remember Russia them guys interfering in China's our 2016 election. Um, that, that, wasn't uh, Joe that, Biden uh, the vice Iran president then? I don't they think they listened. <laughs> What's that price? You mean they're going to give you money? Sovereignty. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. They're going to pay a bag of money. 3.5 million, maybe? I don't think the president said anything to Putin about it. I don't think he's talking them a lot. I don't think the information just came out, by the way, the night before this debate. Putin about it, and I don't know what he has yeah, recently about said. About what his son Hunter Biden No, not that. He'd probably be more the information about regard uh, to the Christopher Ray said something about the, point is this, the um, interference with Iran and Russia. So it doesn't seem like he had a chance to, to really say anything to Putin. Yet. His own, he could have tweeted him something. He's good at that. told him that what is happening with his buddy. Well, I shouldn't. Well, I will. 
his buddy, Rudy Giuliani. He's being used as a Russian pawn. Right now we're trying to discredit Rudy Giuliani because Rudy Giuliani has brought up all the information about his son and his dirty dealings. Nothing happens. And then you find out that- Why didn't they claim that the laptop was faulty? That was false. It was Russia. wanting to make sure that I do not get elected the next president of the United States because they know I know them and they know me. I don't understand why this president is unwilling to take on Putin when he's actually there has not been bounties a to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan. Putin. When he's engaged the in activities that are trying to destabilize, he kicked them all out of this NATO. country. I don't know why he doesn't do it, but it's worth asking the question: Why isn't that? And he was being so done? hard. The Democrats Any were afraid we were going to go into war. They were even fearmongering that we're going to have a war. Price because they're affecting now. Our all of a sudden, he's not very hard on Putin. President Trump. Same question to you. Let me, let me ask the yes. question. You're going to have two minutes yes. to respond. For two elections in a row now, there has been substantial interference from foreign adversaries. What would you do in your next term to put an end to this? Two minutes uninterrupted. Well, let me respond to the first part, as Joe answered. Joe got $3.5 million from Russia. Boom. And it came through Putin because he was very friendly with the former mayor of Moscow, and it was the mayor of Moscow's wife. And you got $3.5 million. Your family got $3.5 million. Just drop the and, mic and leave right you know, there, someday Trump. You're going to have to explain why did you get 3 dollars I never got any money from Russia. I don't get money from Russia. Now, about your thing last night, I knew all about that. And through John, who is John Retliff, who is fantastic, DNI, he said the one thing that's common to both of them, they both want you to lose because there has been nobody tougher to Russia with between the exactly sanctions, what you nobody were saying tougher before. than yeah. me on Russia. Between the sanctions, between all of what I've done with NATO, you know, I've got the NATO countries to put up an extra 130 billion going to 420 You'd billion dollars a year. You'd be a damn fool if you thought Russia wanted Trump to remain Russia. president or China. I sold, while well, he was we selling crippled pillows China's and economy. sheets, mm-hmm. I sold tank busters to Ukraine. There crippled has been it. nobody tougher Makes you wonder if this uh, Donald Trump. COVID thing and was a pandemic. They were so bad. They took over the, the submarine port. <laughs> that you might remember be the that thing. very well. During your term, during the you and Barack Obama, they took over a big part of what should have been Ukraine. You handed it to them. It's almost Halloween. You were getting a lot of money from Russia. They were paying you a lot of money, and they probably still are. But now, with what came out today, it's even worse. All of the emails, the emails, the horrible this is more than two emails, minutes, the by kind way. of money that you were raking <laughs> so we can't get you too and your mad. family. I think in, uh, and Joe, you were vice president when some of this was I don't even remember the matter of his name. She's just and like, whoa. it should have never happened. Mm-hmm. And I think is all you this real? owe an explanation to the American people. Why Northern is it Network somebody just had a news conference it? a little mm-hmm. while ago who was essentially supposed to work with you and your family, but what he said was damning. And Regardless of me, I think you have to clean it up and talk to the American people. Maybe you can Let us know, Joe. I want to know about it. I do want to follow up on the election security. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. We learned that this president paid 50 times the tax in China, has a secret bank account with China, does business in China. Well, bank accounts and aren't in fact, secret. Is talking about me taking money? There is no such I've thing as a secret. I've not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, he has a, a bank account one. in the Cayman Number Islands. Two, <laughs> this is a president I have released. That's not a secret bank account. Even those bank account that America, that American laws can't touch. I can't imagine why a businessman who does business in China would have a bank account there. 
What they can't be hiding? so that way, perhaps. Why are you unwilling? No, because they, they use Cash App over there in China. They could just transfer it directly. There you go. That's right. Because you got to have tables. You got to have some kind of buffer with that money. You can't just. You have to have an account there if you're going to do work there. Plain and simple. So. What's going on here? Why don't release your tax That's, return or stop He wasn't a politician for the last 47 years, Joe. He was a businessman. I my accountants, underwrote it. I'm going to release them as soon as we can. I want to do it. And it'll show how successful, how great this company is. But much more importantly than that, people were saying $750. I asked them a week ago, I said, what did I pay? They said, sir, you prepaid Tens of millions of dollars. I prepaid my tax. I think it was 5.7 million. Number of years. He prepaid because he did an extension. I prepaid because at some point they think it's an estimate. They think I may have to pay. I think they sit down and think Trump does his own shit on like you know what is it called? TurboTax. And it wasn't written whenever they wrote. He got an Intuit account. That's what it is. Fifty dollars, which I think is a filing fee. But let me just. He's a multi-millionaire. Billions. He doesn't have time. No. To worry. All he has time for is to make deals. You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. You do. I don't make money from Russia. You made three and a half million dollars, Joe. And your son gave you. They even have a statement that we have to give 10 percent to the big man. You're the big man, I think. The big guy. No, maybe you're not. It was the big guy. I read that. I think your son said we have to give 10 percent to the big man. Joe, what's that all about? It's terrible. All right, gentlemen, I it's want to right. ask you both some questions about all of this. But I'm going to let you both respond. Okay, very let's quickly. hear what let's hear what freaking uh, Biden's going to say. About potentially releasing your taxes. Did it's going to be called backpedal deflection. Have a the deadline for when you're going to release. I get and we'll talk about taxes some more. Worse than the Tea Party got treated, because I have a lot have of people in there. Trump filed an extension. In the IRS, they treat me horribly. We made a deal; it was all settled until I decide to run for president. I get treated very badly by the IRS, very unfairly. But we had a deal all done. As soon as we're completed with the deal, I want to release it. But I have paid millions and millions of dollars, and I, it's worse than paying. I paid in advance. It's called prepaying your taxes. Okay. I paid in advance. I want to ask you sure. both about questions regarding your potential foreign entanglements and questions that have been raised to give you both a chance Some to talk about this more broadly. Respond very quickly, and then I'll get to my question. Why did he, he's been saying this for four years? Show us. Just show us. What Stop difference does it make? Wasn't he, he was under a giant years, scrutiny and they went through all his stuff? Nobody knows, Mr. President. He to impeach him? Everything released. Nothing was found. Shut up already. Who cares what his taxes are? When last time he said what he paid, he you made, said, your, your net worth is $9 million. Why are you worth $9 million, bro? What have you been doing? Come on, folks. Come on, Biden. Come on, man. I want to get to two questions to both of you I was put through a phony witch hunt. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For three years. It started before I even got elected. Y'all spent $40 million, dollars, couldn't find shit. No president should ever have to go through what I went through. Let me just say this. Mueller okay. and 18 angry Democrats <laughs> and FBI agents all over the place spent $48 million. I was off. They went through everything I had, million. including my tax returns. See? And they found 
absolutely no collusion and nothing wrong. Forty-eight million. I guarantee you, if I spent one million on you, Joe, I could find plenty wrong because right. the kind of things that you've done and the kind of monies that your family has taken. I mean, your brother made money in Iraq. Let me Millions of dollars. Your other sure. bre brother made a fortune. And it's all through you, Joe. And they say you get some of it. And you do live very well. You have houses all over the place. What about that island next to Epstein Island? Broadly. Vice President Biden, there have been questions about the work your son has done in China and for a Ukrainian energy company when you were vice president. In retrospect, was anything about those relationships inappropriate or unethical? Nothing was unethical. Here's what the deal. He's going to tell us a deal. Regarding Ukraine. We had this whole question about whether or not, because he was on the board, I later learned of a Burisma, a company, that you later learned I'd about done it. something wrong. Yet every single solitary person, when he was going through his impeachment, testifying under oath who worked for him, said, I did my job Lie. impeccably. I carried out U.S. policy. Not one single solitary thing was out of line. Not a single thing, number one. Number two, so the then why is this such a conspiracy now? This guy trying to bribe the Ukrainian government to say something negative. And what about does that have to do with his which impeachment? Which they would not do and did not do because it never, ever, ever happened. My son has not made money in terms of a lie. About, what? Uh, what are you talking about? Financial China. transactions. I have not had it. The only guy made money from China is this guy. Really? He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. Not Apple? Never President Trump, deal with let me, China. Let me ask way, my question to you. But could I just one, one thing? Very quickly. His son didn't have a job for a long time, was sadly no longer in the military service. I won't get into that. And he didn't have a job. His son admitted in an interview that he made President, money from China. Burisma, not, mm. the best look, not the best reputation in the world. I hear they paid him 183000 A month. A month. Listen to this. I'm listening, I'm sorry. And they gave him a $3 million upfront payment. All right. And he had no I, energy. I'm going to let the vice president That's respond to that quickly, and then I need to get to a question. And that interview, they're like, does he speak Ukraine? No. Everybody investigated yeah, that. Nothing. No one Do you know anything about energy? No. wrong in Ukraine. Okay, well, President Trump, why this you, is Why should you be on the board? I've been on lots of boards. You've never divested from your business. Okay. You've personally promoted your <laughs> I'm a lawyer. abroad. What's that have to do with anything? this week, which was referenced, does indicate that your company has a bank account in China. So how can voters know it that you don't have any like foreign conflicts of interest? It was closed in like 2015 or 13 or something. I have many bank accounts, and they're all listed, and they're all over the place. I mean, I was a businessman doing business. The bank account you're referring to, which is everybody knows about it, it's listed. The bank account was in... 2013. That's okay. what it was. It was opened and do it was closed in 2015, I believe. And then I decided because I was going to do I was thinking about doing a deal in China like millions of other people. I was thinking about it and I decided I'm not going to do it. Didn't like it. I decided not to do it. Had an account open and I closed it. Okay. Excuse me. And then unlike him where he's vice president and he does business I then decided to run for president after that. That was before. So I closed it before I even ran for president, let alone became president. Big difference. He is the vice president of the United States, and his son, his brother, and his other brother are getting rich. They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're sucking okay, up money president every Trump, place. President Trump, thank you. We do need <laughs> to true. move on. I do want to Not ask true. you uh, it is true, Joe. about China. You're a vacuum talk cleaner. About China more broadly. There You're the have, big guy. of course, President Trump yeah, has said that they guy. should pay for not being fully transparent in regards to the coronavirus. Oh, Jesus. If you were president, Are would we back you on make this? China pay? And please be specific. Make what them would that pay. Look like? What I'd make China do is play by the international rules. 
not like he has done. He has caused the deficit of China to go up, not down, with China, up, not down. We are making sure that in order to do business in China, you have to give all your intellectual property. You have to get a, have a partner in China. It's 51 percent. We would not do that at all, number one. Number two, we're in a situation where China would have to play by the rules internationally as well. When I met with Xi, how are you going to force and, uh, China to play by the rules? China's deficit went up, up not down. Yes, we the, crippled the their economy. Sea. You can't fly through them. I said we're going to yeah, fly. Yeah, so was that a point in his benefit? Most people might not understand what that means. They have to play by the rules. And what's he do? He embraces guys like the thugs, like in North Korea, and what does that have to do with China? Chinese president and Putin and others. They're trying to make it sound like Trump is too nice on all of our friends. All of our allies, we make up only we were 25 percent, 25 percent of the world's economy. We need to be so he got along with other world leaders with us, saying, and we China, haven't had a war. These are the rules. You play by them, or you're going to pay the price for not paying. That's by a great president economically. Yeah, that's the way I will run it, and that's what we did in upholding steel tariffs and a range of other things when we were president and vice president. All right, let's talk about Sounds North diplomatic Korea. Sounds diplomatic to me. me. No, I have to yes. respond to that. Okay. Respond, Trump. Very quickly, and then we're going to move on to North Korea. Sun walked out with a billion and a half dollars from China to not manage true. after spending ten minutes in true. office and being in Air Force Two. Drew, pictures Number of it. Two. There's a very strong email talking about your family wanting to make $10 million a year for introductions. President Trump, on China policy, though, what specifically are you going to do? What specifically are you going to do to make China pay? You've said you're going to make them pay. First of all, China is paying. They're paying billions and billions of dollars. I just gave $28 billion. New sanctions? I just gave $28 billion to our farmers. Taxpayers' money. Yeah, so what about it? Taxpayers' money. Didn't no, come no, from yeah, China. you know the taxpayers. It's what money China. did you guys use to China bail out the billion, automotive industry? You know industry. what they did to pay it, Joe? They devalued their currency, and they also paid up. And you know who got the money? Our farmers, our great farmers, because they were targeted. You never charged them anything. There's not a farm also, that I pass that doesn't I have a Trump sign. Twenty-five percent mm. on I've seen it on the side of barns because they the were killing our steel industry. We were not going to have a steel towers. industry. Okay. And now we I have a steel okay. industry. Okay, Vice President Biden, your response. When they when they start when Trump starts telling the truth, they they're trying to cut him off. I hate this shit. Every time, every time she's done it. There's a reason for it. Well, let's he listen to everything to Joe has to say. The, the, the substantive issues. It's not about his family and my family. It's about your family. Oh, here comes and the Your politics. family's hurting badly. If you're making less than, if you're a middle class family, you're getting hurt badly right now. You're sitting at the kitchen table this morning deciding, well, we can't get new tires, they're bald because we have to wait another month or so. Or are we going to be able to pay the mortgage? You're middle class and you just get some tires? I got some brand They're new the tires. You're I'm hurting. In the middle class families like I grew up in Scranton and Claymont, they're in trouble. He moved we out of Scranton and Claymont area when he was in the, the 1950s. <laughs> I want, to, I want to talk about North Korea. Me, I do want to second, turn to please. 10 Thank seconds, you. Mr. President. That's 10 a seconds. typical political statement. Let's get off this China thing. And then he looks, the family, around the table, everything. Let's get off China. Just a typical politician when I see that. Let's talk I'm about North Korea. I'm not a typical Korea politician. Okay. That's why I got state. elected. That was, let's, talk let's get off the subject of China. Let's talk around, let's get sitting off around mama, the table. Come on, Joe, you can do better. We're going to talk about North Korea now. President Trump, you've met with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un three times. You've talked about your beautiful letters with him. You've the fact that there hasn't been a war or a long-range missile test. Isn't that a good and thing? And yet North Korea recently rolled out its yeah. biggest ever intercontinental ballistic missile and continues to develop its nuclear arsenal. Do you see that as a betrayal of the relationship you no. forged? Just 30 seconds here because we need to get on to the next So, one. when I met with Barack 
Obama. We sat in the White House right at the beginning, had a great conversation. It was supposed to be 15 minutes, and it was well over an hour. He said, the biggest problem we have with North is North Korea. He indicated we will be in a war with North Korea. Guess what? It would be a nuclear war. And he does have plenty of nuclear capability. In the meantime, I have a very good relationship with him. Different kind of a guy, but he probably thinks the same thing about me. We have a different kind of a relationship. We have a very good relationship, and there's no war. And, you know, about two months ago, he broke into a certain area. They said, oh, there's going to be trouble. I said, no, they're not, because he's not going to do that. And I was right. Look, instead of being in a war where millions of people, Seoul, you know, is 25 miles away, millions and millions, 32 million people in Seoul, millions of people would be okay. dead right now. President we Trump, that's war, 30 seconds. Thank you. Vice President Biden, to you, North Korea conducted four nuclear tests under the Obama administration. Why do you think you would be able to rein in this persistent threat? Because right I'd now? make it clear, which we were making clear to China, they had to be part of the deal, because here's the route. I made it clear and what the fuck is he saying? Administration when I went to China. He doesn't know. That they said, why are you moving your missile defense up so close? Why are you moving more forces here? Why are you continuing to do uh, um, this is the administration uh, that gave $150 billion dollars to Iran, I said because allowed North them to Korea continue research and, 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 and making missiles, to do it so and uh, we can we're given we're gonna make 30 sure days we notice before we can come and inspect. They cannot hurt us. Listen to and how so strong he is on this policy. It, step up and help. If not, it's going to continue. What has he done? He's legitimized North Korea. He's talked about his good buddy, who's a thug, a thug. And he talks about how we're better off, and they are have much well, more. Maybe if we give these people a little respect, oh, they'll give us some in return. President Biden, you said you wouldn't meet with Kim Jong Un without preconditions. Are there any Isn't that how the world under works? which you would yeah. meet with him? On the condition that he would agree that he would be drawing down his nuclear capacity to get that the Korean Peninsula should be nuclear free zone. All right, let's move on to American. What about our nukes? They tried Very to quickly, meet with 10 him. Seconds, they tried to meet with him. He I wouldn't did. do it. He didn't like True. Obama. He didn't like him. He wouldn't do it. Okay, I gotta give him a chance. He's not the only one that didn't like Obama. Do it. Mm -hmm. And no, that's okay. You know what, North Korea, we're not in a war. We have a good relationship. You know, people don't understand. Having a good relationship Trump, with leaders of other countries. Let him country. finish, bitch. We have a lot of questions to get yes. to. Not Your response. Like saying we had a good relationship with Hitler before he, in fact, invaded <laughs> Europe. <laughs> What history is he remembering? <laughs> Dude, he's remembering his own. <laughs> and then this is the funny Obama thing is that people hear this and they believe it. Yeah. They'll believe it. No one's going to look it up. Yeah. We had a good relationship with him before we blew the piss out of him. I'm trying to. <laughs> on you. That's why he wouldn't meet with us. All right, let's and it didn't move happen. on. Let's move we on to talk about President Trump. Okay, we they do need to left move on. me a mess. North Korea was a mess. True. And in fact, if you so remember the first two or three months, tonight, there was a very Trump. dangerous period in my first three months before we sort of worked things out a little bit. Okay. There was a very day. They left us a mess. And Obama would be, I think, the first to say it was the single biggest problem he thought that our country. Okay, had. let's move on to American families and the economy. One of the issues that's most important to them is health care, as you both know. Today, there was a key vote on a new Supreme Court Justice, Amy Coney Barrett, and mm -hmm. health care is at the center of her confirmation fight. Over 20 million Americans get their health insurance through the Affordable Care Act. It's headed to the Supreme Court. 20 million. And your administration, forced. Mr. President, Not is advocating they want for the that. court to overturn it. If the Supreme Court does overturn that law, those 20 million Americans could lose their health Fear insurance mongering. almost overnight. So what would you do if those people have their health insurance taken away? You have two minutes uninterrupted. Sure. First of all, I've already done something that nobody thought was possible. 
Through the legislature, I terminated the individual mandate. That is the worst Thank you. part of Obamacare, as we call it. The individual mandate where you have to pay a fortune for the privilege of not having to pay for bad health insurance. I terminated. It. It's gone. Now it's in court because Obamacare is no good. But then I made a decision. Run it as well as you can to my people, great people. Run it as well as you can. I could have gone the other route and made everybody very unhappy. They ran it. Uh, premiums are down. Everything's down. Here's the problem. No matter how well you run it, it's no good. What we'd like to do is terminate it. We have the individual mandate done. I don't know that it's going to work. If we don't win, we will have to run it, and we'll have Obamacare, but it'll be better run. But it no longer is Obamacare, because without the individual mandate, it's much different. Pre-existing conditions will always stay. What I would like to do is a much better health care, much better, will always protect people with pre-existing. So I'd like to terminate Obamacare, come up with a brand new, beautiful yep. health care. The Democrats will do it because there'll be tremendous pressure on them, and we might even have the House by that time. And I think we're going to win the House, okay? You'll see, but I think we're going to win the House. I hope. But come up with a better health care, always protecting people with pre-existing conditions. And one thing very important, we have 180 million people out there that have great private health care. Far more than we're talking about with Obamacare. Joe Biden is going to terminate all of those policies. These are people that love their health care. People that have been successful, middle-income people, been successful. They have 180 million plans, 180 million people, families. Under what he wants to do, which will basically be socialized medicine, he won't even have a choice, they want to terminate 180 million plans. We have done an incredible job on health care. And we're going to do even better. Okay, Let Vice President Biden, they yes, cut this his is for you. Your health care plan calls for building on Obamacare. So my question is, what is your plan if the law is ruled unconstitutional by the Supreme Court? You have two minutes uninterrupted. What I'm going to do is pass Obamacare with a public option. It'll become Biden care. The public option is an option that says that if Biden you, in care. fact, do not have Biden the wherewithal care. to be, if you qualify for Medicaid, and you do not have the wherewithal in your state to get Medicaid, you automatically are enrolled, providing competition for insurance companies. That's what's going to happen. Secondly, we're going to make sure we reduce the premiums and reduce drug prices by making sure that there's competition that doesn't exist now by allowing the Medicare to negotiate what, drug prices done? with the insurance companies. Thirdly, the idea that I want to eliminate private insurance, the reason why I had such a fight for, with 20 candidates for the nomination was I support private insurance. That's why I did not one single person with private insurance would lose their insurance under my plan, nor did they under Obamacare. They did not lose their insurance unless they chose they wanted to go to something else. Lastly, we're going to make sure we're in a situation that when the businesses no drop us from their insurance plan, None, we were forced can't do it in the ether. to go to Obamacare. He's been talking about yeah. this for a long time. There I don't is think no, that's he's a never choice. come up with a plan. I guess we're going to get the pre-existing condition plan the same time we get the infrastructure plan that we've been waiting for since 17, 18, 19, and 20. The fact, I still have a, little, a few more minutes. I know you're getting anxious. The, <laughs> the fact is that there, he's already 17, cost the 18? American people because of his terrible handling of the COVID virus and economic <laughs> spillover. 10 million people have lost their 
private insurance. And he wants to take away 22 million more people who have it under Obamacare and over 110 million people with pre-existing conditions and all the people So because the Democrats won't open businesses back up, people lost their insurance. relates to something that President Trump said. He's accusing you of wanting socialized medicine. What do you say to people who have concerns that your health care plan, which includes a government insurance option, takes the country one step closer to a health care system run entirely by the government? What's I your say it's ridiculous. It's like saying that, you know, we're uh, the idea that the fact that there's a public option that people can choose that makes it a socialist plan. Look, the difference between the president, I think health care is not a privilege. When you have to right. worry, everyone should have, have the right to have affordable health care. It's forced. And I am very proud of my plan. It's gotten endorsed by all the major labor unions Ooh. as well as as well as a whole range of other people who in fact are concerned Name in the some. medical field. This is something that's going to save people's he lives. He can't. This is this a is vague give answer. Some people an opportunity. An opportunity and nobody's going to fact check children. them. How many of you home are worried and rolling around in bed tonight wondering what in God's name you're going to do if you get sick because you've lost your home insurance your 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 health insurance your company's gone under. We have to Why did the company go under? for people and an affordable rate. And that's what I do. President Trump, me, oh, because the doors were closed. 47 years, he didn't do it. He was now there as <laughs> vice president for eight years, and it's not like it was 25 years ago. It was three and three quarters. It was just a little while ago, right? Less than four years ago. He didn't do anything. He didn't do it. He wants socialized medicine, and it's not that he wants it. His vice president, I mean, she is is more liberal than 110 page report on his more. website Bernie shows Sanders he wants, wants socialized it. medicine the democrats want it. you're going to have socialized medicine just like you went with fracking we're not going to have fracking we're going to stop fracking we're going to stop fracking then he goes to pennsylvania after he gets a nomination where he got very lucky to get it and he goes to pennsylvania <laughs> and he says oh even we're fucking have biden left on that one and you never asked that question. And by the way, so far, I respect very much the way you're handling this, I have to say. By the way. But somebody should ask the question. You can ask he, he goes for a year. There will be we no have a, fracking. We, have, there we will do be have no a number of here. we have a number of topics. We're no, no, but that's to. a big, that's we, a big and, question. And we're going to get to we're, we're going to get to I, I, the same thing topics. with socialized I medicine. Have to Vice President, your response, please. My response is people deserve to have affordable health care, period, 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 period. And the Biden care proposal will, in fact, provide for that affordable health like care. It's like Obamacare. Lower premiums. Obamacare so is affordable? It's going to cost some money. Apparently. It's going to cost over $750 billion over 10 years to do it. And they're going to have lower premiums. You can buy into the better plans, the yeah, cheaper right. plans. Lower Just like your you can premiums, keep your doctor, keep your plan. Deal with un un exactly. unexpected billing and have your drug prices drop significantly. He keeps talking about it. He hasn't done a thing for anybody on health care. Not a thing. Tristan, when Very he quickly, says, then I want to talk when about he says public option, he's talking about socialized medicine and when he and, and health care. When he talks about a public option, he's talking about destroying your Medicare, totally destroyed, and destroying your Social Security. And this whole country will come down. You know, Bernie Sanders tried it in his state. He tried it in his state. True. His governor was a very liberal governor. They want to make it work. Okay. It, let's hear it was let's let Vice President Biden to work. Oh, she doesn't want him to get out the proof. Yeah, of course. He thinks he's running against somebody else. He's running against Joe Biden. I beat I'm surprised all those he knew other that. people because I disagreed <laughs> with them. Joe Biden he's running against. And the idea that we're in a situation that they're going to destroy Medicare, this is the guy that the actuary at Medicare said, if in fact, at Social Security, if in fact he continues to withhold his plan to withhold the tax on Social Security, Social Security will be bankrupt in by 2023 with no way to make up for it. This is the guy who's tried to cut 
Medicare. I'd like him to give us those facts. So, no, I don't. I mean, the idea that Donald Trump. Where is he getting that information me from? On Social Security making it up on the fly. Come on. He tried to get rid of He tried to years ago. Two years from now. Years ago. They're doing it on purpose. They, they keep the pushing the Social Security thing. Trump said they have enough right, money that they don't need to take Social Security from Mr. President, I have to move on to the next question. They said the stock market will That's because he knows how to cut the budgets properly. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Very quickly. Look, the idea that the stock market is booming is his only measure of what's happening. Where I come from in Scranton and Claymont, the people don't live <laughs> off of the stock market. Just in I the, was that just girl. Just in the last three, uh, three years during this crisis, the, the billionaires in this country made, according to the Wall Street, $700 billion more dollars. In the last three years. $700 billion more dollars. The crisis because just started this year. That's his only yep. measure. What happens to the ordinary people out there? What happens to them? Let's talk about what's happening K's, on Capitol Hill. We're, we're going to move on. 401ks are through the roof. We're going to move on. stock are through the roof. Right. And he doesn't come from Scranton. That's like one of the, He lived there for a short period gonna, of time before okay, he even knew it. We're going to move on to the next question. Before he even knew it. Let me move on to my next question, gentlemen. As of million people are out of work, and as of tonight, 8 million more Americans have fallen into poverty, and more families are going hungry every day. Those hit hardest are women and people of color. They see Washington why? fighting over a relief bill. Because, Mr. President, yeah, why haven't women been and able people to get of color the help they need? 30 seconds here. Uh, because Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to approve yeah, it. Yeah, by I Democrats do. for votes. I we do, but I still have to get. Unfortunately, that's one of the reasons I think we're going to take over the House because of her. Nancy Pelosi <laughs> doesn't want to approve anything because she'd love to have some victories mm -hmm. on a date called November 3rd. Nancy Pelosi does not want to approve it. We are ready, True. willing, and able to do something. Don't forget, we've already approved three plans, and it's gone through, including the Democrats, in all fairness. This one she doesn't want. It's near the election because she thinks it helps her politically. I think it hurts her politically. All right, Mr. Way, Vice President, you know, The Republican leader in the, in, the, in the United States Senate said he can't pass it. What's his name? Do you even know it? Pass it. He does and not it's have Republican one Republican votes. leader. There are people from the same Republican party that are going to disagree. We made a Biden, deal because the let me let me ask Vice President Biden a question. You are he the probably doesn't want to pay for a new FBI. Why have you not pushed the Democrats to get a deal building. for the American people? Well, I have, and they have pushed it. Look, they passed this act all the way back in the beginning of the summer. This That's is what like Trump just said. New. It's been out there. That's one this plan. This act has been sitting there, and look at what's happening. When I was in charge of the Recovery Act with $800 billion, I was able to get $145 billion to local communities that have to balance their budgets and states that have to balance their budgets, so then have to fire fire they have to fire firefighters, teachers, first responders, not law enforcement out officers, so they can keep state. their cities and counties running. He will not support that. They have not done a thing for them. And Mitch McConnell said, "Let them go bankrupt. Let them go bankrupt." Come on. I'd like What's to hear Mitch. The bill that was passed in the House was a bailout of badly run, high crime, Democrat, Just what you all said. run by Amen, Democrats, brother. cities and states. It was a way of getting a lot of money, billions and billions of dollars to these kids. It was also a way of getting a lot of money from our people's pockets to people that come into our country illegally. Yep. 
We were going to take care of everything for them. And what that does, and I'd love to do that, I'd love to help them, but what that does, everybody all over the world will start pouring into our country. We can't do it. I want to hand out. This was a way out. of taking care of them. This was a way of spending on things that had nothing to they do with COVID. They walked through three countries to come to our border. But it was really a big bailout for badly run Democrat <laughs> cities and Stop states. All right, way, I wanna... If I get elected, I'm not going to, I'm running as a proud Democrat, but I'm going to be an American president. Oh, it's I don't a good line. red states and blue states. What I see is American, United States. Well, let me point out the red folks, states and blue states real every quick. Every single state out there finds themselves in trouble. They're going to start laying off, whether they're red or blue, cops, firefighters, first responders, because teachers, because they have to balance their budget. And the founders were smart. They allowed the federal government to deficit spend to compensate for no. the United States of America. I want to talk about the, the numbers are getting gentlemen. smaller because they're talking about defunding talking the police a and a lot of them have quit. Small Teachers are too afraid to go back to class, so they don't go. Do you think yeah. this is the right time to ask them to raise the minimum but they wage put their and of course support a $15? Yes, that's a good spin. I do, because I think one of the things we're going to have to do is we're going to have to bail them out, too. We should be bailing them out now. With whose money? Small businesses. You got one in six of them going under. They're not going to be able to make it back. They passed a, a, a package that allows us to be able to call PPP. Money is supposed to go to help them do the everything payroll protection organize plan. how they can deal with their businesses being open safely. D d schools, how they can make classrooms smaller, how they can hire more teachers. Everything Trump has been talking about since in. the beginning need the on help. how to stay open, open back up. After well the two weeks, the schools need the help. But this these guys will not and they will now they just sit there and they scare the everybody we are going to use their media to fear monger but i want to say we have reaction. to help our small businesses by raising the minimum wage that's not helping uh, i think right. it should be a state option alabama is different than new york he's absolutely new right york is mm -hmm. different from vermont every state is different. fifteen dollars an hour is thirty thousand dollars it's very important we have to help our small businesses. You, you How are you helping your small businesses when you're forcing wages? What's going to happen and what's been proven to happen is when you do that, these small businesses fire many of their employees. That's absolutely true. How does he say that's not true? Wage to fifteen dollars an hour. Think you about the Democrats' actual plan. Raise the minimum wage. Is that still the case? And I would all consider it more money into the extent, average household, really like, which raises their taxes, which gives the government more money. That's going to put all these businesses away. Yeah. Should be a state option. Look, but these businesses are going to start laying people off, and people are not going to have a job because it's a big difference. These restaurants already have kiosks in them now. Yeah. Truck stops have kiosks in them. Okay, President Trump, thank no, you. Quick no response, Vice President Biden. Two jobs, one job, maybe below poverty. People are making six, seven, eight bucks an hour. These first responders. There's people all in New York, one of those states that you would love so much, working two, three jobs. Make it. What's happening? They deserve a minimum wage of fifteen dollars. Anything below First that, responders below makes less than fifteen dollars. And there is no evidence. And the poverty level the is nine dollars an hour. Businesses go out of business. That is simply not true. We're going to talk about immigration. Solved. We're going to talk about immigration now, gentlemen, and we're going to talk about families within this context. Mr. President, your administration separated children from their parents at the border. Yeah. At least four thousand <laughs> kids. You've since reversed your zero tolerance policy, but the United States can't locate. The they enforced the Obama administration's children. policy. So how will these families ever be reunited? He ended children it. Children are brought here by coyotes and lots of bad people, cartels, and they're brought here and they used to use them to get into our country. We now have as strong a border as we've ever had. 
We're over 400 miles of brand-new wall. You see the numbers. And we let people in, but they have to come in legally, and they come in through But America. how will you reunite let me these just tell kids you, with their families, let me just tell you, Mr. President? They built cages. You know, they used to say, I built the cages. And then they had a picture in a certain newspaper, and it was a picture of these horrible cages. And they said, look at these cages. President Trump built them. And then it was determined they were built. In 2014, that was him. Do you they have a plan cages. to reunite the kids? Yes, we're working families? on it very, we're, we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids come out without the parents. They come over through cartels and through coyotes and through gangs. Vice President Biden, let me bring you into this conversation. Quick response and then another question to you. These 500 plus kids came with parents. Not every they one of them. separated them at the border to make it a disincentive to come to begin with. Big, this real guy's tough, full of really shit. strong. And guess what? They cannot, it's not coyotes didn't bring them over. Their parents were with them. Right. They got separated from were their parents. Were you down there, Joe? Did you greet these parents, talk to them? stock and violates every notion of who we are as a nation. I think uh, we it should was, take a pause here because that's a very uh, spicy subject, I think. These guys are saying, Biden, that these people came over here peacefully. They had no connection to crime, no coyotes. We're charging $10,000 a person to come into the United States border. Okay. I don't give a damn if they came with parents, and I don't give a damn if they came by themselves. It is illegal. To cross our border? To cross our border. Okay? So what difference does it make how they showed up over here? If they floated on a river, if they floated on a door, they're illegally in here. Democrats like to play off of emotions. Notice how it's the children. The children of the children. Yeah. Well, those children that were brought up through those channels were sexually assaulted, sold into slavery, um, human trafficking, including some of those women. So why don't we talk about that? Instead, we're just going with the children. Yeah, because that's the narrative that they're trying to push. They're trying to push that narrative of we have the children in cages separated from their parents barack's cages by the way listen that's fine i don't care who made the cages that doesn't that doesn't doesn't affect me in any way whoever made the cages that's their business what i know is is that these kids didn't come over here by themselves they came with somebody look joe said they did not all of them came with parents look joe said they did that's not what's he knows happening. everything that's not what's happening and regardless if they came with their parents or if they came with coyotes, I reiterate, it is an illegal activity. Dumb question. I'm going to use the movie theater thing. Okay. If a child sneaks into a movie theater, will they let the child sit there and finish the show? Or Under the Biden campaign, yes. <laughs> I won't even finish. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even <laughs> You're a dick. Yeah, no, it's the truth. If I, they sneak in with their parents, <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm just confused. They, uh, they're going to separate them, and they're going to keep them in a locked storage room, and they're going to try very hard to find who their parents are. That's what I think is going to happen. Now, these people didn't even know the kids' names. You know, Some of them, they were saying they're their uncles. Oh, there's a really good documentary. Uh, a guy kind of went in there, infiltrated, basically, yeah. as they were all coming across, and he was uh, part of it. And cameras were rolling, interviewed a lot of different people. And it's actually quite disgusting of what goes on there. 
And the people, once they get here, we treat them very well, actually. And I don't understand why, because if we catch them on the border, we shoot to kill. Well, that's a more uh, aggressive approach. I have no problem but, with... But those are the laws. Catch and release, but not release into this country. Throw them the hell back over the border. <laughs> Where they came from. I'm sorry that your journey was 200 miles. But you're in the country illegally, and they captured you. You need to go back where you came from. This is all Obama's fault. All the and Democrats' plan to I'm get a minority. people here. I know. My right. family came from the Dominican Republic, but they came through the legal channels. And that's all you can say about that. If they if they snuck in here, and my dad got deported, I'd throw your ass back. Yeah, I throw <laughs> myself back. I'm like, hey, listen, you got me. <laughs> Send me back to where I came from. Thanks for the plane ticket. They should make them walk back. <laughs> um, um, that's a joke. That's obviously well, a joke. They were getting bust here. Who's funding all this, by the way? Yeah, exactly. There was bus after bus. They got food. They got cell phones. It doesn't seem like that struggle. Much yeah, of a struggle, and also, it? and Trump was saying that they treated them really fairly, and those kids are getting the best attention. Probably the, That video proves it that I was talking about. Yeah. I should probably look that up and attach it to the... Yeah, do you, rem or something. do you remember what the video's name was? No, it probably had something to do with the border, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago. All right, let's uh, listen to the rest of this stuff. Let me ask you a follow-up question. Kristen, they did it. We changed the policy. Your response they to that? They did it. We, we changed. did not They built the cages. The who, who built the cages, let's, Joe? Let's talk about what who we're talking about. Who built the cages, Let's Joe. talk about what we're talking about. What happened? Parents were ripped. Their kids were ripped from their arms and separated. And now they cannot find over 500 from their sets of those parents, and those kids are alone. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. It's criminal. You are not it's criminal. Alone. Let me ask Kristen, you about I will say this. They went down. We brought reporters, everything. They are so well taken care of. They're in facilities that were so clean. But some of them haven't been reunited good. with But just families. ask one question. Who built the cages? I'd love you to ask him that. Who built the cages? Answer it, Let Joe. me ask about your immigration policy, Mr. Vice President. The Obama administration did fail to deliver immigration reform, Regardless, which had been a key promise during the administration. They're coming over here it also illegally. presided over record deportations as well as family detentions at the border before changing course. So why should voters trust you with an immigration overhaul now? Because we made a mistake. It, made too, it took too long to get it right. It took too long to get it right. I'll be president of the United States, not vice president of the United States. Oh, he just and threw Obama is, under the bus. Very clear. <laughs> Within 100 days, I'm going to send Obama the United sucks. States Congress hey, Obama, a right. pathway to be careful. This bus is coming. 11 million undocumented people. He's going to get hit and by a bus all now. Those so called dreamers, those DACA kids, they're going to be immediately certified again to be able to stay in this country and put on a path to citizenship. The idea that they are being sent home. By Trump was offering them that citizenship that. when he was getting the money for the wall, and Democrats before. didn't want it. I can imagine. So apparently, five years old, your parents are taking you across. They don't care that much about this DACA. Rio Grande yeah, River, not at all. And it's, and it's illegal. And you say, oh, no, Mom, leave me here. I'm not going to go with you. They've been here. Many of them are model citizens. Over 20,000 of them are first responders. What? Out there taking care of people during this <laughs> Illegals? <laughs> we owe them. We let we illegals... Become police? 20,000 of them are first responders. what he said he was going to do. Where's he get these numbers? He's making everything up, man. Specific. We got rid of catch and release. We got rid of a lot of horrible things that they put in and that they lived with. But he had eight years he was vice president. 
He did nothing. I mean, he could have been like, yo, Obama, we need to change something. To keep yeah. children in. He should have listened to Vice you. President You're the vice president. The catch and release. You know what he's talking about there? If, in fact, you had a family came across and they were arrested, they, in fact, were given a date to show up for their hearing. <laughs> they were released. And guess what? They showed up. Really? For a hearing. I want to see those this numbers. This is the first president in the history of the United States of America that's anybody seeking asylum has to do it in another country. That's never happened before in America. Again, That's never happened before in America. You don't get to walk to through three States damn countries and, case and come to ours and ask for asylum. asylum based on the following, You're scared for your life. Premise, why but we're going to skip these guys and skip law. these guys and go to America. They're sitting America. in on the other side of the river. President Trump, your response, uh, so 30 important. seconds, and then we'll move It on. just shows that he has no understanding of immigration or the laws. Catch and release is a disaster. A murderer would come in, a rapist would come in, a very bad person would come in. We would take their name. We have to release them into our country. And then you say they come back. Less than 1% of Promise the Promise you won't kill anybody until your court date. Please don't rape anyone until your court date. come back in two years, and they're like, okay. three years. We're going to give you a I court promise. case. You need Perry Mason. We're going <laughs> to give you a court Mason. case. When you say they come back, they don't come back, Joe. They, they never come back. Only the really, I hate to say this, but those with the lowest IQ, they might come back. Okay, President very, Trump, very let's few. give Vice President Biden a chance totally to respond, and then we're going to move on to the you next section. You don't know section. the law, Joe. Vice President Biden, your response. Know the law. What he's telling you is simply not true. Well, check, check it, it out. out. They don't come back. Check it out. All right, let's move on. But we don't have to, to worry about section. it because they terminated it, so we don't have to worry about let's it. Let's move right. on to the next section. Obama, I'm sorry. Not knowing where in God's name they're going to be and lost their parents. Go ahead. Oh, back right. to the kids again. Let's talk about our next they section. They shouldn't be here to begin with. They know exactly where they're at, apparently in a cage. I want to talk about the way black and brown Americans experience race in this country. Oh, this is going to be Part good. of that experience oh, boy. is something called the talk. It happens regardless of class and income. Parents who feel they have no choice but to prepare their children for the chance that they could be targeted, including by the police, for no reason other than the color of their skin. <laughs> I'm Mr. white and Vice I give my kids that color uh, minutes, talk. I want you to speak directly Don't to Don't be a dick family. when you talk to the cops. You you're, you're black, okay? I might be. For their children? I do. I do. You know, my daughter is a social worker, and uh, she's, all, she's written a lot about this. She has a graduate degree from Apparently his daughter's qualified to answer the question. And, you know, uh, one of the reasons why I ended up working on the east side of Wilmington, Delaware, which is 90 percent African-American, was to learn to more lock them up. about what was going on. What yeah. I didn't, I never had to tell my daughter if she's Super pulled over, predators. make sure she puts for a, a traffic stop, put both hands on top of the wheel and don't reach for the glove box because someone may shoot you. But why would you parent, reach for the glove no box how wealthy or how before the officer asks for anything? Child, when you're walking down the street. Don't have a hoodie on when you go across the street. Making sure that you, in fact, if you get pulled over. What the hell is yes, the hoodie yes, thing? Sir, no, sir. Hands the, on just top in case you jump up across. Because car. you are, in fact, the victim, whether you're a person making 300000 child of a $300,000 a year person or someone who's on, on, on food stamps. The fact of the matter is, there is. He claims to be so well versed, but he's having a hard time getting it and out. We have always said. We've never lived up I definitely to want to talk about this after he's finished talking. All men and women are created equal. But guess what? We have never, ever lived up to it. But we've always constantly been moving the needle further and further to inclusion, not exclusion. This is the first president to come along and says that's the end of that. 
We're not going to do that anymore. We have to provide for that? economic opportunity, better education, better health care, better access to schooling, better access He's to done all of opportunity that. <laughs> to He's the only one. Businesses. He is all the only one. You and Obama do, didn't and do shit. a clear plan as to how to do those things. Just to give 47 years in office, Joe. 47 years. You couldn't figure it out? To be free from violence. Real quick. <laughs> in terms of the talk, in air quotes, okay, we posted a video in one of our conversations that we had before in what police expect in a traffic, in a routine traffic stop. They yeah. want you to have your hands clear because they're scared. Not everyone is a model citizen. Exactly. It has nothing to do with the color of the skin. It has to do with the fact that the cops don't know what's in your hand. Exactly. And they don't know what's get in your glove box. At a routine traffic stop. So put your damn hands up on the steering wheel. Don't yeah. reach for the glove box until you're asked to hand them license or registration. Don't put your hands in your purse. Turn your interior lights on. Yes. And have some respect with the officer when you're when you're speaking to the officer. Listen, he didn't pull you over because he was racially profiling you. That has happened in the past, yes. But for the most part, these guys don't want you speeding. They don't want you running red lights. They don't want you texting and driving. So they're going to pull you over to enforce the law. You cannot start that conversation with, oh, my God, you're a racist bastard. Okay, what he said there about the $300,000 a year that a black person, how many of those people have been killed by the police? That's I can tell you exactly. Question. I could tell you exactly what the number is. Mm-hmm. Zero. Do you know why? Because they are, yes, officer. I'm terribly sorry for what has happened. I'm ready for the consequences. And the consequence is not getting shot in the face. The consequence is you give them your license, you give them your registration, and they go to the back and they write you a ticket and they bring you a ticket back. And you pay for your ticket and that's it. How many times have I, I look like a black person in Indiana. How many times have I been pulled over? I have no idea. 12 to 15 times. How many times have I been killed? You seem to be alive. That's it. I respect the police officer. If I did a mistake, the last time I got pulled over was this summer. My license plate has expired. I didn't even know. Well, police. you're a dumbass. Yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. The police officer pulled me over and said, oh, you got an expired tag. And he gave me a ticket. And he also told me how to fight the ticket. He said, once you get this paid, you call this phone number and... Nine out of ten times, they'll forgive it or whatever. No, actually, a lot of people forget their tabs. Yeah. I, it, a reminder comes to me now. That's the only reason why I remember. Yeah, exactly. So, that guy didn't shoot me in the face. I could have done some improvement, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just like they're saying uh, the talk, I respected the police officer. I didn't make any sudden movements. Is that because I'm scared for my... Hell no, I'm not scared for my life about no... Po- they're not out here trying to kill people. Right, you fucked up. Not even with your knowledge, but you did. Mm -hmm. And they did their job. You were polite. They continued to do their job. You left and you had a ticket. Yeah, and that's it. And that's all taken care of. So what you're trying to tell me is the cops don't like it when you say, I'm going to go get my knife or go get my gun and reach in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you're you're stepping into murky waters right now with that. All right, they're going to shoot you in your back seven times. He could have shot him in the back of his head if he wanted to kill him. Right. But if you're reaching for something, you're going to get what you deserve. This concludes the first part of our two-part series covering the 
presidential debate. Don't forget to rate and share. This is Frank. This is Chris. From TRG, and we'll catch you on the next one. Stop being a pussy! Trump 2020, yeah!